Good morning, PML. It is your boy. It's enough. There it is here, and I have the breakfast show. We got the breakfast school in the building. We got D Lloyd in the building. D Lloyd, say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy D Lloyd. I don't know what type of intro Neff did there. Threw me off, not gonna lie. But um, we have another episode, and I'm excited to be here. Yes, we have another episode. We, we got some uh, some insight on the Houston Texans draft with us. We'll get to a special guest in a second, but we got A Rod in the building. A Rod, say hello to the people. Hey, what's up, everybody? And then we also got uh, Hefe in the building. Hefe, say hello. What's going on, fellas? Uh... I never almost forgot my name, but it's cool. What's going on, female? What I forget? How did I almost forget? Uh, we got. Uh, uh, I'd like to say uh, in between everything I uh, say. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also got a very special guest in the building. We got the one, the only, Ace's best friend, Cookie Boy, in the building. <laughs> Cookie Boy, say what's up to the people. Wow, that has to be such a surprise for everybody after you said we're getting an insight on the Texans draft. What's up, guys? What a <laughs> damn thrown surprise. off, man. He's throwing uh, them off. <laughs> well, it could have been, it honestly could have been Ace. So um, <laughs> we could have we brought in Ace. And they if you saw in, the like, draft, that would actually be sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, we do want to talk about the game. But first, let's dive into our guest and his draft. So, Cook. Talk about your draft a little bit, uh, some of the ups, some of the downs. And also, we could talk about how in the second round I took JT Daniels, and then it led to you having Sam Howell there waiting for the picking in your second round. So if you want to uh, talk on uh, all the good parts and bad parts of your draft. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Houston had a lot of holes to fill, and I had, I believe it was six of the top 70, like, five picks or something like that, around that, right? So. Uh, three first rounders, a second rounder, and then um, pick four and ten to third. So I had picked eight and ten in the first round, and I pretty much said I was not trading those picks as soon as I got them. I knew I was going to get good players from that. So, you know, I was, like, kind of mocking the draft and just, like, trying to see who would fall to me, just, like, assuming that Willis goes in the top five, Thibodeau, Stingley, assuming A-Rod takes um, uh, Kyle Hamilton, and um, I literally have in my mock draft whoever TF Neff takes, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then after that it was just like a number of guys that could fall, like you know the chance Evan Neal falls, the chance Aiden Hutchinson falls, the chance Drake Jackson falls. So those are the three guys I was really thinking about. I picked number eight. I wasn't thinking quarterback at eight at all, mainly since like you know I could get one at ten. So. You know, pick eight came and uh, Hutchinson and Drake Jackson were both there. Evan Neal almost fell there. He was at seven and that was like on the clock. And I was like, if Evan Neal falls to me, like I'm picking him as soon as the clock hits my turn. Like no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, he ended up taking Neal. And then at pick eight, it was between Hutchinson and Drake Jackson. And I just felt like I needed an edge rusher more than I needed an interior lineman, especially since I got Coyce Campbell in the offseason to like, you know, yeah. stopgap. So I got Drake Jackson there. I was hoping Aiden Hutchinson would fall to me at 10, but um, Bengals, you know, drafted him as a good pick by him. So at 10, my fallback option was um, Chris Olave, the receiver out of Ohio State, which, like, I wasn't, like, you know, crazy into getting him at pick 10, but 
you know, I picked them up. And, you know, Drake Jackson ended up being, like, a, a really good player. So I'm excited about that. Olave, you know, maybe a little bit disappointed that, like, you know, he wasn't, like, crazy good or always better than Garrett Wilson, who was taken at the end of the first round. But, um, you know, still, like, I only had two legit receivers on my roster at the time of the draft. So needed that. And then the next pick was pick 17. And so I had private, uh, private, did a private workout for Andrew Booth, the uh, cornerback out of Clemson. And I was like, I don't think anybody's really going to take him at 17. So um, if my pick gets there and I, I, I scoured him, he had uh, decent ratings and stuff, decent combine. I was like, all right, I'll probably take him. And then Deloitte here on the show, the pick before <laughs> me, pick 16, it says, uh, you know, it says Raiders. Next thing you know, it switches to Eagles. I'm like, how? What Eagles? And he takes Booth. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> if it makes you feel any slightly better, I was probably going to take him as well at that spot. That, I makes, mean, I'm I don't not know sure if it makes that you does. feel better at all. But. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is the fallback option happened to be Kenyon Green, who, you know, was a top right. 10 projected player that slipped for absolutely no reason besides that like people don't want to take o-line so even though i didn't get evan neal i got the second best offensive lineman in the draft which was, was like all right like you know <laughs> um that's our consolation prize i i always said all right i guess i'll have to take uh green and everyone just laughed in the draft party You're like oh you just happened to take a a top 10 player which you know was kind of the way you know that pick fell and then uh the second round pick fell because my next pick was pick 43 in the draft and at that point, I was thinking about trading that pick. Hype Mike hit me up with the Lions. He was talking about giving me potentially a future first. And I was like, if I don't really like any of the guys here, rather than you know potentially overdraft someone, build some yeah. draft capital for next year, Like I was down with it. There was a couple of guys I was looking at. And mainly, it was just of a quarterback fell to me. Yeah. And um, the quarterbacks that I was thinking about taking in the second round were, um, there was Matt Corral, who was you know slipping on the board. At that point, only three quarterbacks were taken, right? Ritter. No, this is this is this is the this is the question I wanted to ask, I was going to actually ask you is let's say uh, you know you redo round two. I end up taking Sam Howell. Uh, Matt Corral goes off the board. Um, are you going quarterback at that at that position? Everything's the same. Just uh, Sam Howell is no longer there. I took Sam Howell instead of JT Daniels. Who who was the draft pick there? Do you take JT Daniels? Because I was thinking about will JT Daniels fall into uh, the end of round three? Because I had pick 30 in round three. Uh, if I had early third round pick, I might have just uh, passed on him and picked a, uh, another defensive player. But since I didn't have a early third round pick, I was like, all right, I'll have to take the QB here because there's no promises that he'll be there at the end of the third round. Yeah, I think my gut would have said I would have traded that pick to Hype Mike for the future first. I, and the thing is, I also had two early third-round picks where if JT Daniels was still there in the third round, I would have jumped on that opportunity. Yeah, so um, if JT Daniels was still there, yeah, because he has the elite throw power is what really uh, you know got eyes on him. I don't think there's anything else that really drew attention. Uh, but so did Sam Howell. He had the same, um, he had the same, same uh, you know, throw power uh, situation with the elite. Uh, they both ended up exactly the same at 94. So, I mean, you worked out, it worked out for you in, in the long run to have Sam Howell uh, fall that far. 
Uh, what was the trade off you had from the Lions? Um, it was it was basically like you know get a future first round pick back, which you know wouldn't be a great future first from hype Mike, but still it was just rather than overdraft somebody, get like a first round, especially the way first round picks are valued, just like more named in game kind of thing. But I mean, I wasn't expecting you know quarterbacks to fall like that, and the number one and number two options I had, Corral and Howell, were both slipping at that point, and I did a private workout for um corral as well and i had him literally graded as a first round talent in madden got him 100 percent scouted so i knew he would be good so i was like if corral falls to me like i can't say no like maybe he sits a year behind Tannehill, but like i can't say no to that but um yeah then um vet was like i think he was pick seven in the round i was pick 11 vet took corral at pick seven in the second round i was like mm-hmm. all right maybe it might be time to call. and then you're taking jt daniels like a couple picks before that so i was like all right like the quarterbacks are starting to fall now yeah so, Howell goes, I'm out the second round. But then Howell still got there. Hype Mike was DMing me, like, are we doing this deal? And I, I didn't respond to him right away. I told him afterwards, I was like, hold on, I got to focus and make sure I'm doing the right thing here. And I just took Howell and I was like, all right. And, um, you know, obviously you don't get to see the ratings for any of these guys right away, but the physicals from like guys like Drake Jackson and Howell, I was like, all right. And even um, Olave, I was like, all right, this is like something we could work with. Like, even if they end up being duds, like these are physical stats you can content up. Yeah, I it, it, the physical stuff you can't really content, and um, that's actually a big reason you know I didn't go with uh, Willis in the first round, and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna build a, you know, I'm not gonna build a uh, narrative or a mentality where I'm like, all right, I gotta throw the ball because I have uh, this first round pick that I just you know grabbed a QB with, so I'm gonna start hearing this bitch out. I know what my team is. I know it's going to be a run-heavy team, and I know I could content up anybody I really needed. So I was like, all right, I could wait until later. And I think that's a lot of the same of what you were thinking, especially when QBs weren't coming oh. off the board as fast. Uh, you know, you could, you know, you could content that, content them up to be a first-round talent. Um, a, a little bit, because I yeah, was just legitimately thinking not draft a quarterback in the late rounds draft one and like you know just put him on the bench as a project and then like you know he's probably not going to work out in his draft like a legit one the next season that was the plan if i didn't get out i wasn't yeah. gonna draft one for real because i had Tannehill. i was fine using him as like a stopgap for a year mm-hmm. so uh hd is uh finally with us hd say hi hi HD, yeah, HD's finally with us. I uh, hope everything's okay, sir. Um, when it comes to, uh, you know, the draft, what, what would you give your grade, Cook? What would you uh, grade yourself on the draft? On the draft? Um, I mean, I'm, I, really like, I really like my draft. I would say either an A or an A- minus because I, I like the way, like, it, it worked out better than I thought it would. I I I would say the same thing about my draft if if you what? know because based on what I wanted and what I needed actually worked out exactly how I wanted. Um, well, I will like, say I, while you guys are grading your draft, Cook, uh, according to Neon Sports, you had the fourth best draft in the draft class, and Neff, according to Neon Sports, the one you love so much was the 18th best draft class. Well, suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, so. They, uh, Neon Sports, they base it on the first three rounds. 
I'm like, really? Yeah, that's why I'm first. Plus, plus they're uh, yeah. Bad. So, so like the people oh. who were ahead of me were the Patriots, who I think legit had one pick and was the defensive tackle that got auto picked. The Giants, who had Thibodeau, and then um, A Rod, whose only two picks were uh, Stingley and Kyle Hamilton. So, yeah. like for for uh, having you know the best besides them, when I had six picks to choose from. Like, I would say that was pretty solid. Because, like, you know, you can easily flop on one of those picks. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's uh, the one thing, like, underrated thing I'm happy about is that, like, none of those picks flopped. Like, the biggest, like, you know, maybe eh, was Olave. But, like, you know, I, I feel like Olave can work out. Who was, uh, who was your, who, who had the best draft beside you? If uh, you were watching and, you know, you were seeing their picks and you're like, wow, he's having a pretty solid draft. Is there anybody that comes to mind when you were uh, when you were watching it last uh, well Sunday night? Uh, two people come to my mind. So one of them, like, was always like a couple of picks before me was Vet, and Vet was getting a lot of really good pieces. I think he, I don't know which running back he got in the draft, like the third round. It was like Hall or Spiller, might have been Hall. But um, he got him, yeah. he got Corral, and he got Evan Neal in the first three rounds, and those are like three franchise like pieces that he got right there. So, like, um, I thought Vet did really good and um, King Mike because, I mean, he kind of lucked into Willis. He was just purely not expecting Willis to fall at five. <gasps> what <laughs> happened to King Mike? How did he get so high in the draft draft class and he was in the divisional round? I'm so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about, like how, like, how he got there. A little, a little weird, but, like, you know, just <laughs> what he did with those picks anyways. He got... He got Willis. He got um Weidermeyer, who's like you know Washington needed a tight end, and then he got like he got an offensive lineman that was like really good in the first round too. I think like he was like yeah he, 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 he I think when yeah, it was all said and done, right? I could be wrong, but Goose traded the first overall pick right for uh, <laughs> Ioannidis and that Turner Yell guy who's <laughs> yep, a yep. fifty-eight overall. Yep. That's uh, that sounds Legit. pretty much exactly what happened. <laughs> that sounds exactly what happened. So I don't mind it. It's just a I just want everybody yeah, to know yeah, who, no, who has no, future no. first overall. Yeah, I don't mind. When it. I come with my fifty overall guys, just move me yeah. the pick, bro. Like it's a fair I value. I mean, yeah, yeah. I nine is like an eighty-seven overall, and Thibodeau's already an eighty-six. 80, 80, you know. Hey, whoa, whoa. eighty-six. Oh, and he's, he's a he's twenty-eight years old, and he's a star. Sir, he's gonna regress by next season. While Thibodeau is an 82 overall, probably gonna be a superstar X factor. But he made the right choice. Yeah. He made the absolute right choice, trading for a uh, for Matt Iadonis and a second round pick. Ionitis, man. <laughs> well, you should see how they're pronouncing his name on their show. It's fucking terrible. It's worse than uh, the way I pronounce it. <laughs> Um, but he traded him and uh, Delarin <laughs> Turnagel, <laughs> 58 overall, for Thibodeau, but actually turned into um, it actually turned into Malik Willis and uh, Jalen uh, Weidemeyer, correct? That's what that was his first two picks, correct? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he traded out a so, big one, A Rod's picks. So, or so it was formerly A Rod's picks, like at some point. So he got <laughs> like every pick in the first round. <laughs> so just to clarify, everybody, he got a 
58 overall safety and an 86, 28-year-old star dev defensive tackle for Malik Willis, who's a 75 overall QB, and Jalen Weidemeyer. I think he was like low 70s tight end. And I think he also got a second-round pick out of it, but I don't know what his second-round pick was. He could have had – yeah, and he could have had Thibodeau if he really wanted to instead of number one, 82 overall, 85 finesse move, absolute game-changer on the defense, um, and most likely going to get a superstar plus dev. So just want to – they were trying to validate it, and they kept bringing up XP. They kept bringing up XP. I don't know what these guys are doing. Like, I, I don't get – the whole XP thing get, has me confused. What are you doing with your focus training and all that where guys aren't growing as fast? Because I grew six overalls with one player that's not even an X factor. He's a superstar. I focus trained him. I, you know, played with him in the game. He was injured for six weeks as well. Uh, so he was injured on the show. You could just say Najee Harris. So, <laughs> yeah, it's Najee, it's Najee Harris. But I grew six overalls higher in one season. So I don't know what you're doing with your superstars or your superstar X factors, but you're obviously not putting enough effort into it. That's all I got to say um, on that. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I don't care what you say over in the rolling out the pocket uh, camp that you got. That was the most ridiculous and most awful trade that ever happened in PML. I don't in care. your opinion, yeah, in, in, I, I don't think it was a trade, but I think it's funny. We had Cook's been involved in most of the bad trades, and it's been always good for him Man. and really bad for the other team. Um, but what were you gonna say, Deloy? No, I just say I, I definitely don't think it was a good trade at all. Um, but I, I also think <laughs> it's funny that the dude who skipped on Willis and uh skipped on Leo fourth overall is the one that's confused <laughs> about. It's <laughs> confused about other people's so, draft. Excuse me. How does how how is Leal a nose tackle? It, it, tell me how he's I'm a nose just tackle. Just messing with like, you, okay. bro. We yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I'll, be, I'll be honest. That that's why we I kind of looked off Leal like in the entire first round because he's like, not he, a three like, four. I didn't look yeah. at him as a three four D tackle, but for yeah. me, he was my top guy. But I run the four three. Yeah. So, if I wanted, to, if I wanted to replace Cameron Hayward. Or uh, I just uh, like giving Neff a hard time. Leo would have been the perfect fit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I like, imagine I skipping on Sam Howe for JT Daniels. You know, I will say that that was a mess because he got the same amount of uh, DD, DDT points as Sam Howe, so they both got the same. But amount. you never know because then the DDT yeah. points just is like a lottery ticket, and you still got to yeah. get the luck of the draw. So I mean, you can have yeah. a million DDT points and still end up a star technically. Yeah, exactly. If if I end up with a, uh, you know, if I end up with a superstar X Factor and then Sam Howell is a normal bum, then I won. I won. That's all I got to say. Uh, I mean, the one thing I'll say about, like, I, I did this last year with DJ, too. I've said when I drafted him, if he doesn't get a dev, like, I, I honestly expected him to get a dev. He's the number one freaking pick. But I was like, if he doesn't get a dev, he plays fine enough to where I can play well with him without getting a dev. 
And I feel the same way about Sam Howell. Just yeah. off of my like ten minutes of practice mode in my preseason game last night, I feel like <laughs> my all right, ten just... minutes of practice. <laughs> <mode>. Told <laughs> you a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my ten minutes of practice at like two a.m. after the draft, I was like, "Yep, this is my guy right here." <laughs> this is my guy. I I fucking hit. I hit so hard. <laughs> um, speaking about preseason games, we had a bunch of preseason games. We have rookies showing out. Um, we have some news as well. Uh, but when we get to that game, we'll talk about it. Uh, but first, uh, the Packers and the Jaguars played. Uh, was this game played or was it just simmed? Because I know he was, was looking simmed. to put it. was simmed. Oh, he played oh, CPU. He played CPU. Okay. I, get... oh, I hope it was simmed looking at this score. I hope he banded and lose to the CPU. No, like, I oddled I, I I uh, Packers. So if I don't know how, I didn't watch it, but he was supposed what was to the score? Playing CPU. Uh, he got blown out by the Packers, forty-eight to thirteen. If he played him, let's go Pack. You better come back to a bunch of upgrades for your uh your backers, I don't, bro. I don't know who Jawan Winfrey was, is, but he had six catches. Yeah, for that's the uh, hundred twenty-three yards. Uh, All right, so this game Jawan was Winfrey played is an eighty-eight speed, 60, 69 overall, eighty-eight speed. Receiver, because I only have four receivers on my raw. <laughs> <laughs> this game, this game according more. to Madden, was played. So, um, yeah. Jordan Love had a, a good game for the the three quarters that he played. Um, I don't know who I, is this his wide receiver he drafted. Yeah, it's his wide receiver he drafted. Uh, you could tell he was just trying to feed his rookies. Um, Billingsley had uh, a couple catches. Uh, his top two wide rec- uh, receivers were Billingsley and. Uh, Daubs, Dubs, whatever his his name is, um, but he threw six interceptions in the game. Two touchdowns, six interceptions. So uh, definitely not a good game from T Bandit. Uh, definitely <laughs> didn't take advantage of uh, the CPU and get his uh, you know his rookie some stats. I think uh, he was but, scared of injuries, so he just played backups. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably I, I even skate of injuries. I think rookies you play out and see how it works. Uh, but speaking of rookies playing out, uh, JT Daniels and the Pittsburgh Steelers took on Michael Penis Jr. in the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, just take a look. Uh, Michael Penix was uh, three seventy eight in yardage, five TDs, seven interceptions. He was airing that thing out. Uh, JT Daniels with eighteen of twenty nine. Uh, about 300 yards, three uh, touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, other than that, any other rookie standouts? Not really. Just taking a quick look. Uh, he had some. I don't know if this guy's a rookie. JJ Koski, or yeah, he just picked him up in free agent, but free agency. But he just kept getting open for him uh, against my uh, my backups. Uh, yeah, nobody. No other rookies had a standout performance. Uh, George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens was uh had a pretty solid game and I'm hoping that he pans out. Getting him in the third round was was absolutely amazing for uh a, a wide receiver need. Uh moving on, we had the Raiders taking on the Bears. The Raiders beat the Bears fifty two to thirty-eight. Uh D Lord, you want to talk about this a little bit? You had Jaden Daniels uh for the Bro. first time and so I did not care too much about Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels might be our quarterback, bro. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like the way he has been looking, bro. He's been super efficient. What was he in that game? Eleven for fourteen, hundred sixty-seven yards, three touchdowns. But he he did throw a pick. But that pick was a hundred percent on me. 
he's been very efficient. And like the more I kind of think about it and look at it, the man doesn't get paid a million over nine hundred thousand dollars the rest of the cycle. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. that's always the trick with the salary cap. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, he's playing good. Um, he's throwing the ball well enough. And my offense throw power does not really matter. So it it doesn't bother me the throw power like at all. So what what is this throw power? It's not that bad, right? It's eighty eight. Good enough. Yeah, that's not that's not bad it's at all. Good enough. I mean, so it's I I don't know, man. We we will find out. But he's looked really good so far. I've been um really enjoying just playing with him and using him. That eighty eight speed is definitely uh legit enough for me. You know what I mean? I don't like run a lot, but when I want to. He definitely has the legs for it. Um, and then I'm super high up on Wandell Robinson. He was my guy when we drafted him. And, yeah, uh, he had a he, good game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been looking good in both games. So I, I, I'm think he's going to have 80 catches. Like it's going to happen. So like in, the, in our offense and the way he's playing, I'm super excited for Wandell. So maybe we have a Daniels Wandell, you know, two rookies oh. out there or you know i i keep car for a season and then switch over i don't know bro i really don't know but i like our team i think our team has been playing really good um yeah i mean uh any other notable rookies from your game uh i'm taking a look nothing nothing from the bears side they have a shitty fucking team and he's a terrible gm uh, oh right. he, he had a good draft he drafted a lot of like all the guys he drafted are his cpu draft they were a 70 or above he said a CPU drafted his team for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you get no credit for that either. Um, but moving on, we had the Vikings and the Jets uh, tied 38 <laughs> Um Kenny Pickett uh, w- was drafted by the Vikings. And I don't know if he was drafted or just picked up. But uh, Kenny Pickett was somebody that was on my board. Uh, apparently, in real life, he's supposed to be actually really good. And I guess in the sim, he's yeah. absolutely dog shit. Um, Max Dugan got a got a little bit of love. Uh, just taking a look. Uh, nobody really crazy. Uh, he had his. He, he that's not a rookie running back. I didn't even. He has a ninety four speed. Nawangu. I, I I haven't even heard of this guy, but he's he's got a lot of speed. Uh, so, uh, A Rod, talk about this game a little bit. Any standout rookies on either side? Uh, how did how did uh, Stingley look? How did uh, you uh, had Stingley, Stingley and well, yeah, Hamilton, Hamilton. How did Stingley and Hamilton Stingley both look? Stingley rather pedestrian in the first. Uh, well, I'll get to the second game after, but uh, he's not really doing much on the field right now. Uh, Hamilton has been coming up big. He's got a pick in this game, I believe. Uh, and the next game, the following game, he had a fumble, forced fumble, a touchdown. So he's all over the he's all over the field. Um, yeah. so I'm happy with Hamilton. Uh, Stingley, I guess it's not as easy to use or something like that to, to make yeah. plays with him. So it's more like I'm depending on the computer to come up with some stuff. But as far as the free agent signings, you know, it feels a lot better now that I have, you know, actual cornerbacks higher than a 67 overall. I got J.C. Jackson now on one side and Stingley on the other side. And now I have, you know, safeties. And, you know, it's, it's good to have actual players now. So I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, the defense is where I'm really trying to develop. The offense... I already got more where I want him. I got Carter where I want him. Uh, I don't know how realistic it would be getting Russell. Uh, I'm sorry, Russell. Uh, Zach Wilson to superstar with those requirements. So I'm pretty content on where he is. I'm not saying I don't want to make him a superstar, but you know, for the most part, 
it was a tied game, and not much to talk about that. He missed the game-winning field goal, and instead of playing, they just, they just end the game right there. So, uh, <laughs> great to always have a tie in the preseason. Nobody yeah, just keep that uh, in mind, guys. If you are in that situation, like you know, he had a field goal late, no for like two. The twenty-seven. Like none of us used the timeouts, and we just let it rock. And <laughs> so, he ran the clock down from like thirty to like one, and then kicked it. Not, no ice and nothing, and just missed it, and the game was over. So, um, uh, Deloy too. I forgot to mention he's talking about his defense. Uh, Amon Garner had an interception, and so did uh, hey. Peyton, uh, Peyton Wilson for me. So my rookie linebacker and Amon Garner both. I don't care uh, about him, but Amon Garner, baby. You know, Amon <laughs> Garner, another, bro. Another interesting guy that I'm really trying to develop, which I have been for the past season, was uh, Javelin Gaidry. He's 96 speed. He's a cornerback. Yeah. But, yeah. His ratings are pretty low, and I had him as a number two last year, so I got burned a lot with him. He's he's, yeah. he's rather short as well, but now I'm I'm trying to play him in the slot. Um, so he's been coming up. He had interceptions in the first two preseason games. He got a, mm-hmm. a little upgrade after the game. So there are certain guys now where I could try to develop them without featuring them, like I was trying to do yeah. with this guy, which he's not in the position to be featured. Yeah. So like that's something I'm working on too with you know some of the younger guys. Yeah, it's not always about rookies. This is 300 XP, so some people are going to get it with the, the starters as well. Uh, moving on, we have the Carolina Panthers losing to the Baltimore Ravens 37-7. to uh, Just a few things. Uh, Spencer Sanders finally got uh, work in that act QB room. I think he has six QBs on the roster. Uh, Spencer Sanders was one of his draft picks. Uh, 90 speed uh, QB, uh, trying to be that dual threat type of guy. Uh, Zane Horvath got some love. He had three rushes for 18 yards. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, is that how you pronounce it? Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah, something like yeah. that. He, uh, he had a really good game. He had over 100 yards. That's the rookie that the Ravens drafted. He had 177 yards on 21 carries. And I know we talked about it on his show that we really loved him. Uh, Justin Shorter also had over 100 yards. You know, Deloitte's <laughs> favorite. Uh, Justin Shorter ended up with yeah, 104. Nice bags, bro. 104 and a touchdown on eight receptions. Um, I don't know. No, nobody else really on the rookie side stand stands out here. Um, no interceptions on that side. We're gonna talk about the five quarterback competition happening in uh, Carolina. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a thing that, that I don't I don't get, which I guess we can talk about after. Preseason games, like I just let, I let it rock out the way that you know it does in real life. The first quarter, yeah. the first game, you know starters, and then. But I see a lot of teams, you know, just riding out starters the whole game, which I yeah. think is something we'll, we'll talk about after. They, they're trying yeah. to get XP. Uh, but speaking of uh, the Ravens, they another rookie had a good game. His safety brisket or some some crap like that. I actually just changed the the page, so I can't really go back on it. Uh, we had the Houston Texans beat uh, losing to the football team, thirty-eight to fifty-one. Uh, talk about that game and talk about what you saw from Malik Willis, the number one quarterback taking off the board. Yeah, so uh, Mike and I, we, we played preseason, I think, man, 20. So I, I we both knew, like, you know, we're going to have a fun game in the preseason. We're both going to, you know, learn a lot from our rookies and stuff like that. Like, you know, have a legitimate preseason game. And um, early on, um, he got ball to start off, and Willis was falling out, hitting all his throws, uh, breaking the pocket, you know, living up to the hype, basically. and um. We, um, I got the ball and like, you know, I converted a fourth down, but, um, I got a holding penalty, so I had to punt it. All in all, he got a quick 17-0 lead. 
Willis, he only played one quarter, but he was just yeah. airing it out with Willis. He had one throw where I was using uh, the right deep half safety, and he ran um, a play-action post. And I thought I could get over the top when my safety was 92 speed. I, like, you know, played both the tight end going in the corner and the post in the middle. But uh, the combination of Willis and Curtis Samuel was just too much. So, uh, yeah, I ended up giving up a touchdown there. But in the second yeah. quarter, so Tannehill played the first, and I, they auto-sub Sam Howell for the second because I was legitimately going to let Tannehill start and make it a competition. But when Sam Howell came in, it was night and day difference. He was bowling out. And it was even more impressive because my offensive line just, you know, didn't care to block. So they were just, I don't know, they don't like Sam Howell, but <laughs> the man was under pressure after like a well, second he had, every he had time. Well, he had the twos, right? He had the twos out there with him. Yeah, but like, you know, it was not really anything too crazy, but he might yeah. also had his twos on the D-line. So Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I wasn't going against, like, Monte Sweat and Chase Young and all that. But, um, yeah, it was, like, you know, the fact that Sam Howell was under pressure and getting these throws off was crazy. And, you know, he had a few inaccurates, which I expect. He's a rookie. But, you know, he was just, you know, making some crazy throws. He only had two picks. One of them was, you know, it wasn't an inaccurate pass, but he missed Olave, who was open. And then the other one was the end of the game. So I was down by seven, I think, with ball and – Mm-hmm. I was at the 20-yard line or so, no timeouts, 15 seconds left, and I just tried to get a quick out to Olave, and uh, he picked six there with no time left. But it was a really fun game, though, and, you know, got to see a lot from my rookies. I think I had three rookies on, like, you know, on the pass rush, and they all got at least a sack each. Um, Howell had, like, 400 yards passing. Like I said, Olave had, like, 200 yards receiving, but, I mean, that's kind of, you know, he played against backups in preseason, but, I mean, yeah. You know. You take that for what it's worth. It was pretty good, but um, yeah, yeah, you had a really good game. It was a fun preseason game. So, uh, you said you might have a quarterback, a quarterback battle between Tannehill and uh Sam Howell. Um, so next week, are you gonna have Sam Howell with the ones to see how he compares to how Tannehill did, uh, or are you just gonna let it rock out uh, the way it is? Yeah, that's exactly the play. I'm gonna let Howell play with the ones and see. You know, he's also going against number ones on defense, so we're going to let yeah. him prove himself in that spot. Mm-hmm. And um, then whatever happens whatever happens in that game determines what I do in week three. So, you know, I'm just trying to make it a legitimate quarterback battle, trying to make it fun for the series as well. So Yeah, it would, yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I haven't even watched the video yet. So I <laughs> uh, can't wait until the videos come out and we can pay attention to that. I'm going to have the same little thing going on with, uh, Daniels and Goff, so we'll see how it yeah, works we, out. We both end up uh, in the same spot. Got a nice stopgap quarterback, except you played yeah. him for like three years. And then we ended yeah. up drafting a potential quarterback in the future who might upseat the guy on day one anyways. <laughs> yep. And you, uh, you, you worked out a, a lot better than me because Tannehill, I signed Goff and then Tannehill was a free agent. I was like, you gotta be shitting me, bro. And I tried <laughs> to get a third round and, and uh, they wouldn't even give me, a, uh, give me that. Uh, but you know, moving on, the Tennessee Titans and the Atlanta Falcons played. Uh, you know, taking a look at the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Corral had five touchdowns, four interceptions, almost had 500 yards. He was definitely feeding his, uh, getting his rookie involved. It uh, looked like he played the whole game, so he was uh, definitely, you know, trying to get as much as he can with them. Uh, Brees Hall had uh, 123 yards on 10 carries, two touchdowns. Um, the rookie for the, t- the Titans, Iannis Smith, uh, Anaya Smith or whatever. Uh, he had eight catches, uh, uh, 314 yards in three touchdowns. Absolutely scumbag type of shit. Uh, <laughs> I know he's in here, so I'm I'm actually gonna let, uh, 
you know, let him know you're, you're a twat bag. And that is absolutely terrible. Winnie, I lost no respect for you. Uh, but uh, taking a look at the defensive side, his corner, Josh Joby, uh, that he drafted, uh, ended up getting a pick. I know he was the, I know last cycle he had the highest zone rating. And it looks like he's a little more balanced this time. Uh, but, you know, nobody else from the rookie side did anything. So we'll move on to the next game. Uh, moving on, we had the Philadelphia Eagles and the Patriots. Uh, the Eagles played the CPU Patriots and absolutely destroyed them. Uh, taking a look at the Eagles, he had Deshaun Watson, he had Gardner Minshew going. Uh, did he have any any notable rookies that he drafted? Uh, trying to look here. D. Smith. Devontae Smith. I, so, I think he went defense at the beginning of his draft. That's Devontae Smith, by the way, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Who is, who is this guy in the winner? I forgot he was on the Eagles, to be honest. Um, but taking a look, there's no nothing really notable as far as the rookies. Uh, can't really see anybody that, I, that points out. Uh, but moving on, we had the Arizona Cardinals losing to the Colts, 56-14. to 14. This was a user versus user game. Uh, who's Armstrong? Brennan Armstrong? I don't know if he drafted him or he just picked him up in free agency, but he had a solid game. Uh, looks like uh, he he's a oh no yes. I actually just scrolled left or right and <laughs> he had one TD and I was like oh solid game then I noticed he had ten fucking interceptions bro <laughs> <laughs> he had a solid game thrown to the fucking other team what the fuck bro Jesus Christ yo, what, uh, the heck, no. yo, what the fuck dude. Uh, he threw 12 interceptions all together. Oh, uh, two from Kyler Murray. Uh, Carson Strong had a strong game. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, 365 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, nobody else to really talk about. Isaiah Spiller sucked. Uh, no other rookies. To, uh, Drake London went for six and 92 with three touchdowns. So it looks like that speed's not hurting him at all. Uh, let's see how uh, the number. One overall pick for the uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinals did. Uh, DeLarvin Turner Yell. DeLarvin Turner Yell. <laughs> bro, you're um, toxic, bro. He had one forced fumble. So he there had something. He did hey, something. Man, to, be fair, to be fair to Goose, he wasn't there for his pick, right? Yeah, no. he wasn't there for his pick. But that's what that trade turned into. But if his draft board had that dude at number one, I <laughs> <laughs> That's that. You're just because, about this whole... because I, you know, I mentioned it in the draft. I accidentally simulated my second, third round. I got pick. a really good Instead pick. Of pick yeah. player, I hit simulate player, but it picked the number one guy on my board. I wasn't yeah. planning on drafting him, but he ended up being like the like tie for the highest overall in the third round. So, you know, you gotta set your draft board for situations like that before you get uh, yelled at by your GM. Yep, yep. Got to set your draft board. Um, when it comes to no props, no props, no props. Um, so just so you know, uh, Mike, you're missing out on Delarin <laughs> turning yell. Uh, I know you might be kicking yourself in the. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you might be kicking yourself in the ass after not getting turning yell, but uh, you know he had a forced fumble. Just want to tell you that. Um, but. I, I want to say fuck you, Wimmy, for picking the Bills week one. 
Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. Chiefs played the Buccaneers 38 to 24 was the final. Uh, any rookies to really talk about? Bo Nix uh, continued his hot streak from college. He had one touchdown, four interceptions. Uh, so he, he's carrying on what he did in the, the playoffs in his, his college days into the regular season. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to interrupt this moment. JT is making some nice yeller puns. He said old yeller. <laughs> I think the old yeller in this situation is Ionitis. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, Ionitis, Ionitis, Ionitis. It's the old yelling. No, I carry uh, on. <laughs> so, uh, with the, I just wanted to bring up with the Chiefs, uh, Keanu Neal got the big contract. He had two interceptions. He had four tackles. So, he definitely uh, played up to the contract in preseason. I heard he had his whole his starting lineup out most of the game. So, that's interesting. Uh, luckily, it, don't, it doesn't look like he went away with an injury. Um uh, we had the uh, Bengals and the Giants. Bengals beat the Giants. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson was the top pick. I wanted to see if he did anything. Um, Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson actually didn't even come on the stat sheet. So I don't I don't know what happened there. Maybe he didn't make a play at all in the game. Uh, his rookie safety did, uh, Dustin Hill didn't make a play. Uh, taking a look at the Giants, he had uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, Thibodeau didn't. Uh, you know, make a play in this game. So 82 overall Thibodeau is not even on the stat sheet. So he might have only played you know, for a quarter. Yeah, maybe he only played for a quarter, and that's why. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Kendon Slovis had one touchdown, four interceptions. Um, who's, is that Tyrod Taylor that he picked up? Yeah, it is Tyrod Taylor. Uh, he had six touchdowns, two interceptions. Maybe he rocks with Tyrod Taylor. Who knows? Uh, come start I kind of lost four throw power in the offseason, man. Yeah, but he had six touchdowns, two interceptions, man. That hey, guy man, was don't sleep out. on Tyrod, man. Now the Browns, Browns and the Saints uh, went at it. We had Spencer Rattler going up against Desmond Riddler, or Ritter, but you're going to say Riddler in this case. Uh, HD, you're with us. Talk about this game. Talk about the standout rookies. Like, how do you feel? Uh, your boy Chris Rodriguez, by the way, Deloitte had two touchdowns. Yes, sir, man. Yards. I said early, all UK guys have at least ten DDC points coming out, man. So you got to get them. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> HD, how do you feel about you know this game and what standout rookies did you have? HD, he just came oh, off me, bro. Literally just sat down. All right, well, what are the rookie? What are the standout rookies you had in your game? It might freaking Desmond Ritter, and that was it <laughs> for week two. Oh, yeah, that's honest. Or week one? Uh, week one, week one. Oh yeah, Desmond Ritter's not on that list. Um, <laughs> but uh, also Nolan, honest. <laughs> Nolan Smith was um actually hurt. He got hurt at practice. Um, but. I got the Cincinnati tight end wild. He um I think he actually caught Ritter's first NFL pass. Um, you know, friendship goals. He was there seven for one thirty-three. Um he wasn't bad, but I don't I don't have many many rookies. Um I have my kicker. He's pretty cool. He went <laughs> he went two for three, two for three on field goals, three for three on extra points. Um I, that's really it. I really don't have anyone else. The two, Ritter played like shit. Nolan Smith was hurt. Yeah, that's, that's really it. Oh, uh, Charleston Rambo's out there. Um, 
he didn't get any catches, but I know I have him kick returning right now. Um, he was five for one twenty four on kick returns, so not too shabby, not too shabby. My week two game was a lot better, so we can, you know, I'll feel better when we talk about that tomorrow. So are you are you happy with Ritter? How do you feel? Are you you happy overall with the way Ritter um, plays, or do you wish you know you might have went with uh, Malik Willis, who has more throw power? I don't think he the throw power hasn't bothered me. I don't think he's much different than Willis outside the throw power. Um, the adjustment is his throwing motions, which um obviously week two I was a little better with. Um. But that really not the. I mean, I don't. I, I have no regrets. He has a good chance at a dab. That's all that matters. So. Um. So yeah. So yeah. I obviously you're telling us that it was more for the dev, kind of like why I went with J T. Daniels over well, Sam Howell. It was well, more for a dev chase than a, a best QB chase. You know what I mean? Well, not really. I he so he um. You can't say not really because there's no reason Ritter goes above Willis unless it's just because he won the national championship and he's got the chance. Well, I was doing um, – it wasn't all about that until the last minute because, like I said yeah. in the chat, I did the private workouts for both of them. So I've been on Ritter for about two weeks now, sticking with him. But then I was like, you know what? I have pick two. I know Burns not going to go QB. I was like, I have my chance at whichever one I want. Private workouts literally didn't work. I they both stayed at 40-50%. So I was going blind, and I'm like, okay, well, I've been about Ritter. Um, I think he's going to be a better passer um, than Willis out the gate, and he's going to be probably just as mobile as him, which was true, and he's got the better chance. And then that's where it comes into, okay, he's got the better chance at the dev for going to yeah. Cincinnati and winning a championship, and he'll be drafted at 2-2 two, two, or 1-2, so he'll, you know, he gets to forget being a high draft pick. So it wasn't always about the dev. It was – um more about him being the same player as Willis, but a little better of a passer. Um, and then, obviously, the dev goes on top. But, I mean, Ritter, Ritter's awareness is like a 60. So, I mean, that's why his awareness is – or that's why his um, overall is like a 71 because his awareness is so shot. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a 71 at all. So, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, you no, know, uh, you picked Ritter over Willis. I skipped on Willis, so – we're both gonna hear that for the remainder <laughs> remainder of the cycle. Not really, because I I skipped on him to take a quarterback. You skipped on him for your front seven. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, small difference, small difference. Um, and not a not a small difference. The, a big difference uh, is we did also trade a starting QB to go ahead and draft a QB. So there's your small difference there. Well, well, I, got of, I, got, I got 15 million off the books to get a QB. That's whoa, whoa. How many years did he have remaining on his contract? I had to re-sign him this year. Yeah, to re-sign him this year? Yeah. At the end of the season? Uh, that or the take up his fifth year option. Okay, so you had a chance to take up a fifth year option as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have. Right. Uh, it would have been like week three or something like that. It would have popped up or re-signed him. All right, there we go. So, what's the next game? Is that all the games? 
Uh, so uh, last game, uh, last two games, uh, we had the Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos. I think that was simmed. Um, and then we had the Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Chargers. Uh, I don't know if this was simmed or played. Um, a couple of people to talk about. Honestly, nobody. I don't think uh, Will Levis. Uh, Trey Burke. Will Levis. Trey Burke. Will Levis. Oh yeah, that's right. Trey, uh, but Trey Burks also played. He had a really solid game for him. Uh, Will Levis uh, was okay. He had two touchdowns, 190 yards. Um, nothing crazy, but he had a solid performance. Um, but yeah, nothing else. Now let's last. Do we do we lose Rick. enough? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. I don't know if it's just me or not. He said he's going to move on to something, so we'll find out. So, so sorry, moving on, sorry, moving sorry. on away from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, I, I got a call. Um, but uh, taking a look, the last game we want to talk about is the Bills versus the Lions, the absolute debacle of a preseason game. Um, just to run over some of the stats, 35 of 55 for Josh Allen, 660 yards, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. <laughs> and if you think that was not enough, Baker Mayfield, was 34 for 43, 827 yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Definitely not the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. So that's um, why I got rid of him. We knew he was a bad apple. We didn't want that. Yeah, shit. Knew, knew he was a bad apple. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and now, uh, you know, taking a look at the Bills, he also had his, his wide receiver, his rookie wide receiver. He went for six, 162, and two touchdowns. Uh, the rookie wide receiver for the Lions went for 12, three. 57 and five touchdowns. Um, so as you can tell, you know, uh, you know, a normal game. Uh, uh, also, another hey, rookie that they have. You got to mention the rushing. Like, you just got to no the Bills rushing. Oh, uh, so rushing, we had three, four attempts, two by running backs, two by Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> on the Lions side, they had six attempts, four, five, four by Swift. Uh, one by Williams, one by Johnson. Um, you know, and no stream. Remember, no stream as well. Uh, so you know, everything's fine here. I don't see anything wrong with this. Maybe they're uh, running the run and shoot. And if they're running the run and shoot, you know, they don't they don't run the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Don't see anything wrong with this. Uh, I think it was a clean game. I think everybody that's trying to you know say there was something wrong, really gonna you know look at themselves in the mirror and see if they did something wrong recently. Uh, no, I, I'm absolutely joking. This is a fucking debacle, and uh, they will no longer be able to play any preseason games, and they should have got a, suspensions on top, a suspension on top. They should get a suspension for not, not streaming. You should get the normal pay, uh, punishment for not streaming the game, and then you should get a punishment for being an absolute douchebag and <laughs> making a debacle out of preseason. So okay. I was going I, to ask. Uh, I was going to ask what did y'all think about the suspension, but um, there's opinions that's, there. That's that's <laughs> trash. That that suspension was trash. Um, they no, should have suspended no, them yeah. both for the regular season. I'm not that. It's just that's too much. You just you take. I I actually DMJTS and Yazik suspend both of them for the first four weeks. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you think do they give do a we fuck think this they, is something that's? Do you think they that care about preseason? About? Do you think they care about preseason? They're like, oh man, I can't play it. Oops, practice games. Well, clearly they care about preseason. 
They yeah. care about the XP. <laughs> no, they care about the XP. They care about the XP. They don't care about preseason. No, no, no. Because Bubba, Bubba, Bubba legit says word for word, when y'all stop being so tight about what we do in preseason, then you know I'll talk to you. He, he said, said we have to. He said make a rule so he doesn't yeah, do that. Instead of being accountable, he said make a rule so I don't do it. Um, but he also said, yeah, get real. Y'all get real work up over the preseason for some reason but it's all good now i don't know if you want to say he cares about playing the remainder of his preseason it really looks like he does it now if you said he got suspended for the regular season like uh hd said or had some other punishment then it would really affect this was more like a slap on the wrist hey don't do that slap on the wrist um, that's all you you really did for this man imagine imagine if you, imagine can, if you can lose your Imagine the reaction. Imagine the reaction if if you got suspended for like two games in the re- like you, not your players. You got suspended for like two regular season games. You're starting off zero and two. I don't know. What is that? Well, we don't know, bro. We seen the computer, yeah. bro. I said probably. <laughs> I threw, I threw if, that you can lose, if you can lose, if you can lose <laughs> your best player, a big piece of your offense for the entire playoffs, then you you could get a little, you could do a better suspension than what they than what just happened because that's that's yeah. kind of the equivalent that's kind of the equivalent of what yep. you're running it up. So if you're We're gonna, gonna lose your best players, right? If you're gonna have you'll be losing your best players for a playoff run for essentially the same thing, I think it has to be a, a, a tougher suspension than what happened. So so take away take away. Uh, let's say they instead of doing you know you can't play the remainder of preseason. Uh, let's say they added on to it. Let's say they you can't play the remainder of the preseason, and every rookie that you drafted is a normal depth. You can't get anything. I wouldn't say better. every rookie. I would just say the the players involved in this little uh, stat padding thing would miss X amount of games. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I would say. I mean, just you know, so there's, there's no incentive there's... to really stat pad certain guys. It's not even yeah. about the rookies; it's their quarterbacks. No, it's not just their quarterbacks because you take a look at their rookies. Uh, Robertson Jr. had 162 yards for two touchdowns, and then yeah, I mean, uh, Mostert that, had 357 for five touchdowns. Nine touchdowns and then he had from, a, your, from your quarterback goes a long way. Yeah, but then he also had uh, uh, another wide receiver, another rookie wide receiver, five receptions, 125 yards, and two touchdowns. So it wasn't just about the quarterbacks. It was about the I think what has to be done ultimately to stop this is just play it by real NFL you know, style. After the first quarter, those starters got to be out for the first game and just play it like that. You can't have them in all game. And you can't well, babysit them. I, you can't, well, I've made it a thing before. Yeah, all right, all right. Here's the quick loophole. We all know, right? can, we all know the sim score doesn't matter. Make yeah. it the quick loophole that your suggestion is. You can just put your starting quarterback yeah, as a backup, and they just. I thought of that, but that's something up for review then. If it's it's one of those. Is the classic old, you know, a rod when you were like, uh, "Why do we have so many rules? Rules are stupid." But it's a classic, like, if oh, you literally so don't have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so many, yeah, like, I was paraphrasing. Yeah, but, like, yeah. it's one of those things, like, literally, if you don't have the rules, how competitive the league is getting, people are going to bend the rules. Or, like, I, when I, they I, do, yeah. like, you, you know. You should know, as, though, as a, as a league and community, that nine touchdowns is not acceptable. I, I mean, you should, you should know that. But then <laughs> I've also had situations where people violated a rule and they'd be like, where exactly does it say yeah, this in the book? You see what I'm time. saying? So yeah, then it's yeah. like, uh, HD. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 <laughs> what happened? 
Anyway, make the sim score matter in the preseason because we all know, like, it, it like, literally doesn't The way matter we're going, we're going to have, like, a real rule book, like, section page 17, no. section do 8. Do preseason sim scores. <laughs> preseason sim scores. Make it. I would. I do it like playoffs. I was playing Mali yesterday, and I was scared to score on the final drive, you know, because I didn't want it to look like that. You didn't want him to attack you in chat. Well, I don't care about yeah. that, but I, you know, I just don't want to look like I'm stat padding. But it is preseason, and you know, to a certain extent, you are trying to give guys reps. I think double, double the, the double the sim score like we do for for the postseason. Put in the preseason. I mean, other otherwise, a, your next resort is just take away 300 XP. Just take it away. What, but like, then again, you double the sim score, but neither guy really cared about the sim score. Yeah, they yeah, both had was, a they had a handshake. They, they had a handshake agreement that they were both going to ball out and be ridiculous. Now, if you want to say a commissioner could go into that game, huh, but they can't because they didn't fucking stream it. Um, <laughs> if you want to say a commissioner could go into that game and uh, point out foul play and give them a fucking zero on their sim score, then that would fucking matter. But since it's really on the user to do a sim score, that doesn't matter because they both fucking jerked each other off and said, yeah, we're going to do this anyway. Um, they're both my guy. I like Hype Mike. I like Bubba. They're both, you know, cool with me. They're both I my think guy. They're also but they're both, they're both bunch <laughs> they're both bitches for just this. They treated this like they they had a bitch type of um preseason. They you know, they abusing the three hundred XP and making it worse for everybody else. So what happens with the XP that these players got? I, I don't know the mesh side of it. Can you remove it? Can you adjust no. it? I mean, you can. No, you, you can't. can't, you can't no, remove you can. XP. Yes, you can go. You can't remove the XP, but if they get points, you can you take can them back. Click on their player, okay. hit progress right. history. Okay, this yeah. guy got three throw power. Go back. Okay, I'm going to take that away. But they're still going to. That would XP. be crazy if you got three throw power. Like that. That's the only way you could take away what they got. That's it. So, so here's the thing with them not playing preseason too. They're still going to get stats with Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. Garrett Wilson, all the guys involved, they're still going to get stats. They're still going to get XP from the Sims. That, that's so. why a player suspension would be better off than, you know, missing a preseason game. Yeah, it would be better oh. off in a player suspension that carried into the regular season. Because then again, they didn't fucking stream it. They didn't fucking stream it, too. They broke two rules. They didn't stream it, and they fucking went uh, overboard with the, the usage of their uh, usage of the XP and shit like that. So... They, they did two things wrong. They didn't just do one thing wrong. They did two things. So we didn't see any blowback from not streaming the game. Like, was that totally ignored in the in the process? They got to receive blowback for not streaming the fucking game. I no, I almost didn't was, stream my game. And wasn't I ended up, preseason games not – they don't – is it not mandatory, is it? Just no, it is mandatory. It. No, you have, you have to stream. One, two, you have to stream. stream. You have to stream. That was uh, yeah. JT, was JT said it like by, three times in the past, like twenty four hours. I almost didn't stream my game. I actually uh, put up the stream like midway oh. through the first quarter, and I was like, "Oh shit, I almost forgot this." When and I know Q's ass didn't fucking stream it. The when did they play? Uh, I we don't know. We don't was know when they played. I assume advanced night. We we don't nope. know when the so, fuck they played. No 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 no. So yesterday. Yesterday at four forty-five, someone updated the weekly the the week schedule, which I assume was JT or whoever updated my Madden. The score popped up at four forty-five. If you go into game streams at two thirty yesterday, Mike Mike has a stream called GG, and the game film isn't showing up. So they streamed it, and he went in and deleted it. 
Oh. Oh. That is even fucking of worse. The of HD's on it. That uh, is even <laughs> fucking worse. That is no. Oh, worse you got to say allegedly. You got to say I allegedly. Think, no, 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 no. It's not allegedly because um, <laughs> they, no. The only reason I remember that is because someone in Gen Chester said. Uh, I think it was Bubba said, "Hey, hype Mike." He literally said it in Gen Chat. Go in and delete the stream. He literally told him in Gen Chat to go delete it. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull that up. See if Bubba was smart enough to delete that. Well, speaking about deleted streams, you know, Bubba, Bubba is somebody, uh, there's a lot of sketchy shit going around with him, and I, I'm not liking it. Uh, Bubba's my guy, like I said, but it, he does some sketchy shit where it's league integrity involved, and, you know, uh, you know when, where does he draw that line? Because uh, he told me a story about last cycle where he kind of gave up a superstar X-Factor to T-Bandit and Dwayne T-Bandit. T-Bandit's the one that told him to go delete the stream. T-Bandit told... Bandit it says, go delete that stream you made earlier ASAP at Lions Fight Mike. He accidentally oh, tagged, uh, tagged Cook. No, T-Bandit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember I was like, wait, what, what stream, bro? So T-Bandit yeah, is, I... uh, is pretty much on the boat. Like, Well, he's so... also DM'd Bubba and gotten an X-Factor out of it. So, yeah, yeah he's kind of on the side of, hey, who gives a fuck? Yeah, he's on the who gives a fuck it's preseason. Y'all take this too serious. But guess what? PML is serious, if you haven't yeah. fucking realized. All the yeah. time and the effort and the money we're spending to, you know, be in the league. We're, we're here for a good experience. We're not here for you all to treat it like fucking it's a, another fucking seven-minute quarter bum-ass league. We, we're here to treat it like it's something special because you're not just fucking playing it. Uh, this ain't no money league. You're not getting money at the end. But you are dishing money to be in the league, so why are you treating it like a fucking douchebag? You ruin it for everybody else who is dishing money into the league, but all but want it for the experience that JT oh, brought. And you're, you're you're shitting on JT's pretty much. You're shitting on JT's league. If you if you want to be frank about it, you're just shitting on the league because you're saying, you know what, we can do whatever we want. Who gives a fuck? We're just gonna be, uh, you know, we're just gonna raise hell in this league. You know, do that in somebody else's league. Not in JT's league. Well, not with all this effort. Not with all everything that it offers. Get the fuck out if you want to play like that. Hey, so I'll say two things, right? One is if you're gonna do something like this, you gotta be more discreet. Like, Don't be a you Gen really Gen. think you really think like with the scheduling feds and all these people out here that no one is gonna notice that Baker Mayfield threw for 800 yards and nine touchdowns and everything will be okay, like. They could have at least tried, man. They didn't like. They they could have they could have thrown for five hundred yards each. It would have been like, all right, maybe maybe. Yeah. Just, just did it the right way, you know. You borderline, Ritter. <laughs> what do you have? Five touchdowns. Yeah, and, you know, like that just, I mean, like you know, the game. Yeah, be at least borderline. <laughs> as long as it's in the flow of the game, right? Like hi, our, exactly. our King Mike and I, right? He had his rookie first round tight end go for like a buck fifty and two touchdowns. My rookie receiver went for like two hundred yards. Right, and like obviously four we were, or five, you got to take them out on your own judgment. Yeah, but it was like we were getting down the flow of the game, right? Like I had Olave in for the whole game, and uh, he was just my best receiver out there a lot of times. He had he was trying to get his tight end involved, whatever. But these two, they didn't even try, man. I was like, yo, like, like it's it's kind of funny, but it's also like it also makes you lose respect. It's just like you know what what Ness said, and there's just integrity and like one thing about PML as opposed to like other Madden leagues, I feel like is like. 
we're all at least adults, if not like you know, in hype Mike's case, a young adult or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We're all adults. Like we we shouldn't be doing nonsense like this, right? It's like what. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, it, yep. it's serious, but it's not that serious, well, man. Well, you gotta, like, but you also have yeah, to have got, a level of personal integrity. Like, why would you jeopardize your own integrity for preseason? So, preseason! So, so speaking about, too, um, you know, jeopardizing your own integrity, uh, what the, the reaction rubbed me the wrong way just as much as the game did. Uh, with Bubba saying, well, make a rule about it. Why do we have to continuously make fucking rules that should be secondhand, pretty much fucking common sense knowledge? Like, why do we have to put all these fucking rules in instead of just playing the game the way it's meant to be played? Not like a dick bag. So, you know, A-Rod's favorite thing, more rules, it's going to happen if people keep pulling stupid fucking shit like this. Yeah, I mean, it's literally why we have a bunch of rules, because people can't help themselves at times. Which is unfortunate for the people that can, you know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm saying. I think, it, <laughs> I think at some point, JT is just going to be like, all right, well, just get rid of it. You Like, you lost it for everyone. You know, when there's a when there's a bad egg, or, you know, you, you get rid of it. So you don't want it to, uh, you know, bring... To, uh, toxic nature to the rest of well, everybody else's play style. You, um, in, in my opinion, um, Bubba's been doing this for two years now. At least he was really he was really bad with it last cycle as well. I think he should have been hit harder, knowing he did it last year with no with no issues. He knows what he's doing. I feel like he should have it should have been hit a little harder on him rather than like Mike, but. I think both should have went into the regular season with uh, their suspensions. I think they both got off let, let off the hook pretty easy. Uh, what, how far would you go? Would you go to you know, uh, since Bubba is a pass, uh, <laughs> um, you know, offender. Of this, would <laughs> you me. go to removing? Would you go to removing uh, Bubba Bubba for a? Uh, I think if he uh, if he breaks another if he gets suspended at all at any point this season, you send him to the carousel. Well, that's what I was going to mention. Is that How many suspensions is he going to get before he's actually in trouble? I think the one thing you got to keep in mind, you mentioned, is the coaching carousel, right? There's a chance that number one on that list for the coaching carousel right now is Bubba, and number two is Hype Mike, like, right, like, as far as preseason. This is, this is the first of that. For, for Hype Mike. But there could have been a conversation that we don't know about between JT and them, yeah. you know, letting them know they're on thin ice, any, any mess-ups, you know, you're on the carousel. Yeah, it's like, look what happened with Greeny, right? The whole playoff fiasco and... You know, whether it was right or wrong, he lost his team for it, right? So, like, this yep. is a whole nother fiasco and, you know, could put him on the coaching carousel hot seat. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. We know Coach is waiting. Coach is trying yeah. to get into a lot get of Get in contracts. the good graces, guys, or else, uh, you know, yep. you, won't, you won't be able to play preseason or regular season. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, but, I mean, you know, enough about that. Uh that's just that it is what it is on on those front. Hefe, how do you how do you feel about it all in all? Just wanted to get your well, it's like it's, it's like I said I, I spoke about it earlier. Um, you know, from what happened, I don't see the difference. It's stat padding and stat padding. You just have a smaller sample in the preseason. So I think if you can make a rule to me that is as strenuous as losing someone who's a big part of your offense for the entire playoffs, then there needs to be a greater punishment 
doled out for something like this. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not going to say it's apples to apples, but at the end of the day, people don't care about preseason. Yeah, they care about it because they want to get their XP up, but you're not doing yeah. any damage to them as far as saying, oh, where you're suspended and you can't play in the preseason there because you're going to get XP regardless because the games are still going to be sim. I enjoy preseason. Well, <laughs> you're, 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 I'm weird. You're, 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 you're weird. <laughs> but the game, because the games are still going to be sim. You're still going to get your your players are still going to get XP regardless. You know what I mean? It's just you're just not going to be able to stat pad like that's that's all you're not going to be able to do for the preseason. So um, I don't see a big difference in between between saying someone's air yardage and someone saying I'm just going to air it out during preseason and all I get is suspended. You know, for the preseason because if you that's don't, the case, don't get if, to play if, the preseason. If, or I don't get to play the preseason. If that's the case, if you're going to suspend somebody for air yardage for something they do during the season, then it should be suspended during the season and not pre and not postseason. The player or the you're user? Not gonna... uh, the actual player well, or the user? Well, the player is being suspended for the postseason. So what I'm saying is if you're going to do something that – affects that particular your punishment fits the preseason so you're suspended in the preseason if you're going to punish right. someone for air yardage during the season then suspend then punish them for the season not the postseason now if you want to say okay we'll keep the, the air yardage rule is the air yardage rule and you get punished in the pre, in the postseason well then if it's basically the same thing that you're doing in the preseason so you need to get punished in the in the regular season after since i since you experienced it don't don't you think now that rule matters a little more to you since you did miss Adams the entire playoffs? That's why I, I never I'm, I'm not against that rule. But if you I'm miss Adams this next four weeks, you wouldn't give a shit because it's a yeah. But this season. is an isolated uh, scenario no. because there could be t- years where he um, does his suspensions week thirteen and they don't miss any playoff games. You know they just miss the end of the regular season. No, no, they he does at the end of the end of the season every Doesn't time. he do it from week twelve on or some at some random? No, point? he picks he random. Picks a, he, he picks a week, but then it's announced. Suspension start right when he announces it, no? Or no? Yeah, but, no okay, so no, 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 he, he gets it. He announces it when the regular season's over, like he did. But he picks a random week to for the cutoff. So if he picks yeah. a fourteen, you're getting suspended. So the suspensions are not at the point 14. of the announcement. It's, it's no. Rare. Well, the it's announcement's a, always at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, yeah, the announcement's it's at always the end of the year. You never know. You go oh, so, the, so the cutoff date is retroactive to the date that he selected. Yes, so he does yeah. it randomly, and, and, I'm, and, and so guys so don't know. So I always thought that's when he announced it, the suspension starts. Well, he announces at the end of the year. That You're right. Yeah, okay, so I would. He always announces at the same time, but the cutoff day is always different. So, you gotcha. know, Hefe, we were all in here with Hefe, and he, he threw the ball to Devontae Adams like, 15 times for like 12 yards and it's like that's why that we try to prevent that that's why he doesn't yeah, yeah. you don't know what it is well that's the thing uh because i never know about the rule and you know we're all but you've been here for game, four years what, you should you know the rules i don't give a damn about being for years there's people been here for you bubba's been here long and he's still breaking rules so don't say that the thing is bubba openly openly breaks the rules coming at me coming at me with that I'm not coming at here nor there. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm not opposed to that rule. I'm not opposed to that rule, but I like, I'd like an amendment to that rule to where something it's preseason, postseason should count for more. Like we said, postseason could count for maybe two games instead of one because it's not apples. It's not an apples to apples, regardless of the case. It's not an apples to apples comparison. Like you just said, well, the rule matters more because 
you wouldn't give a shit about your player being suspended for four games. Well, those play, those teams that didn't make the playoffs, they don't give a shit about their team, that player being suspended for four games in the regular season. So you if you're going to punish people, if you're going to punish people for the same crime, if you're going to punish people for the same crime, then they have to receive the same punishment. Postseason, regular yeah. season, not the same punishment, period. I, I agree with those that. Doesn't matter how you season, swing it. Those next, matter how you guys, swing it. The next season matter. are trying to get to the postseason that they just missed. They so they, obviously they, they, they're they, already struggling. I, I, I will so say that. Guy, I will say that. I, I'll let y'all get back to, to talking about it. But I will say that you probably have to remember that a lot of times there are discussions that are going on that's not super public. You know what I mean? Either it's between commissioners or between the, mm-hmm. the you know the actual people that's right. involved. So I will say like there's there's conversations outside right. of you know what what everybody just sees. No, and, I, that, and and at the same point, you know, the, like I just mentioned, okay, Hefe's been here for four seasons. He's a like, yeah, but I didn't know about the rule. This is the same group that said, oh, K Mac knows the rules. He's been here a lot less a lot less time than you have. But you no, guys are all like, he knows the rules. He needs to get in trouble. But we we have a lot of the same group. Right. And, and, and like I said, Bubba knows the rules. You Yes, Bubba knows the rules and he breaks them openly, which is why I said one more. He needs to he needs to go. So don't think I'd let him off the hook. I said he needs to go to the carousel if he breaks another rule. I don't care what it is. He needs to go. He openly well, does it in chat. I'm not all complaining the time. about the rule. I'm not complaining about it. It's just what you just said. I think I think you were the one that made this point. Somebody made it. Maybe it was you. Someone said, well, because Bubba was a habitual offender of rule breaking, he should have a longer uh, suspension, or or the rule yeah. should come down a little bit uh, more. Stronger, on him, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. He's openly okay. doing so, it and willingly. Yes, it, it should okay. be harder. So on him. what I'm okay. So what I'm saying is this: punishments fitting crimes. So if you're if you're blaming someone for the same rule, as far as air yardage, playoff teams are being punished worse than teams that did not make the playoffs. And that is not a fair rule. That is not a fair punishment. So I'm not complaining about the rule. I'm complaining about the punishment. Now, if you're going to say that, then teams that don't make the playoffs, if you want to say, okay, we're not going to count the playoff games as double, then maybe teams in the regular season lose their lose their players for more than four games. But you can't tell so me what is losing your my player – you can't tell me losing my player in the playoffs is going to be as effective as some is is, is the same as some player, some team losing their guy for four games in the regular season. Let, 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 me, jump, let me jump in. But what's your suggestion to fix it, though? So because... here's the suggestion. I've made the suggestion. You make a playoff count, game count as two. But here's where I'm, uh, you know, here's my point to you, Hefe. The you suggesting a new rule should only matter to new users that come in and don't know the rule. You, on the other hand, I should never see even, uh, you know, deal with what you had to deal with this postseason. So it's like it's done and it's in the past. You know, I think playoffs games should count as two moving forward for new users. But if we're talking about, you know, you think that this rule should be amended, it shouldn't really affect you anymore, if that makes sense. Shouldn't affect you anymore because um, you're not going to break that air. Yeah. Well, let's, well, let me clear that. This is the first time he's been involved in any sort of rule breaking of anything, right? So it's like, you know, cut the guy some slack. But the thing is, you've been here for so long, you you should know the rules. 
All right, yeah, yeah. All right, he broke. That's your, that's your, he knows him now. But that's your fault for not being active for three yeah, and he, he got suspended. Here. Got his and now no, no, you're no, I, I, think, I will you say this. I will say cool. this. I don't think the amount of time. Let me say this. Go back to what I was saying. What's your suggestion? You're arguing the wrong. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. What's your suggestion? No, 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 no. Let me say this. What's your suggestion? Let me say. You're saying this. You're saying you should know the rules. You should know the rules. You should know the rules. You should uh, wrote, you should know the rules. Okay. You yes, should know you the should. rules. I'm not arguing the rule. I'm not saying because I didn't know the rule, it. I should be punishment. I'm not it. saying the rules should not be in place. I am also not saying that because when I learned about the rule, I even said, yes, my fault. It's in chat somewhere. I am not arguing the rule. I am not arguing whether I should know the rule. So that argument that you keep saying. But you said, know I didn't know the is, rule. Is a mute point. That's what you I said. said. I didn't know the I rule. Would like the rule. I would like the rule. Yeah, I didn't know the rule, but I'm not arguing that. You want the rule? I don't say I didn't know the rule. No, did, I, did you hear me say at any point? Did you hear me say at any point? For a playoff team and a non-playoff team to both be affected. Did you hear me say at any point? Did you hear me say at any point? Thank you. Did you hear me say? Did you hear me say at any point? I didn't know the rule, so I shouldn't be punished. Did you hear me say at any point? I don't know the rule, so I just the you fix. Said, no, 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 no. Adjust I'm asking. Fix. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. Still alive, right? No, no, no. Y'all gonna have a conversation? We are having normal conversation. I need him to ask. No, a, I'm asking I, him a specific asked, question. What's your suggestion? Did you hear me? Make it fair. No, 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 no. I'm going to. I'm going to give you that. Okay. Did you hear me at any point? Because this, I'm, 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 I'm with your argument. No, no, move on because I'm about to destroy your argument. You did you hear me at any point yes, say, I'm okay, let me ask you a question. Since he doesn't want to answer, did anyone at any point hear me say, since I am new, I shouldn't be punished? Did anyone I ever hear me say that? that? The thing is, you did anyone I'm asking the adults. No. I'm asking the adults. Okay. Uh, did anyone ever hear me say that? And you said, I'm new. Okay. The rules have been the so, same for three cycles now. Therefore, but now you want to change it because you didn't know. But the that has nothing. That has the, rules get put out every 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 year be changed. Isn't it? Did we just change ball hawk? Did we just okay, change so that? Did we just vote I'm, on rules? What so is your your argument makes no sense. Rules what is your suggestion? Well, then how come every then if rules have been here for cycles, then how come we vote on? So that makes again, your arguments making no sense. What is your suggestion? That rules can't be changed. What is your, your suggestion? Making no sense. The rules can't be. I'm changed. asking you. I'm what asking I'm saying, you. What is your suggestion? No, no. I'm getting. I'm getting to the first. You can't You're not going to rush my thought process. The argument that you're making, okay, is that. Well, the rules have been here, and Hefe should know the rules. Hefe's not arguing. Hefe's not arguing that rule, whether he broke it or not. Hefe's not asking for special treatment about that rule. That's one. Move that up. Move that aside. Rules have been here for three years. Well, every single season I see, or we vote on if rules can change. So don't act like rules are set in stone and they can't be changed. Move that aside. So, so two of your you, arguments. Why didn't you gone. take it to the open floor? So two then? of your arguments is gone. Why so didn't you take it to the open gone. floor? Uh, I did. You commented on it. Two of your arguments gone. So, I don't see it in JT. No, I don't see it in JT's um, so, threads. So, 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 he might be still making the threads. So, no, so, so therefore, that, that, that was that was that was done. So those, so all all your arguments out there. Okay. So I the, suggested so question... an amendment to the rule. My amendment was, uh, even regarding what what Neff said. Hey, let a playoff game count for two games. Okay, yep. I didn't ask to amend the rule. I said let a playoff count for two games or suspend the player in the in the regular season like everyone else. 
That, th- those are my suggestions. I never ask for clearance. I never ask for special treatment. So regardless of whether Hefe, you should know the rule, Hefe never argued whether he should know the rule or not, buddy. I never asked for special treatment. So those those two arguments, well, that's what your argument is. Your argument is, well, you should know the rules. Whether I knew the rule or not, I would still disagree. Even if I knew the rule coming into the season, I would still disagree with the punishment because I think it's not a fair punishment. So it has nothing to do here. It's not has nothing to do with who are there. Outside of just suspending players, because like I said, you can have a guy like Vet that never makes the playoffs, and you got a guy like you that can make the playoffs. Outside of just suspending guys, what makes it fair that you both what, – what's a fair thing out of suspending guys that you can do that will affect both you guys just as much? It, it has nothing to do with a fair thing. What a, what a fair thing is, I want to be punished the same way someone else who broke that thing. Outside of suspending guys, because the timing of suspensions is the problem, what can Suspend we do? Suspend them all in a regular season. Out? Suspend them all in a regular season or make the playoff games count for two. That's fair. And I think a lot of people on this panel would agree those are fair. But suspending someone for the playoff, for the entire playoffs, suspending someone for the entire playoffs while the next person only gets to lose four games in the regular season, that's not fair. That's not a fair rule. I'm not arguing whether the rule should be in place. I understand the rule. If you go uh-huh. back and read my my post, I even <clears throat> said I understand the need for the rule. Well, I didn't say we should eradicate the rule. I the said reason, this rule needs to be amended. The amended. reason that it is the playoffs is because a lot of people think that you probably got there because of you. You got to the playoffs because of that rule break. It's not. He's not oh. arguing about the playoffs. He, he's saying no, no, that uh, no. That's I'm just saying that's why it's there. How do you feel yeah. about that? Okay. They, do you okay, think so he still would have been there if Devontae well, Adams didn't break that rule? He ran, he ran through the playoffs well, even without Adams. Adams. So that proves I made it to the playoffs. I'm saying that's why the world would do what do you yes, think? Yes, yes, because I made it to the playoffs. And even in the playoffs where you're, playing your, where you're playing your toughest competition, uh-huh. I made it through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl without Devontae Adams. So either way, yes, I think I would have still had a decent season. So what I'm saying is Devontae Adams could have been that piece to really help me move forward in, in that Super Bowl game. So what I'm saying is, it's not like, oh, I lost that player and I was one and done, Just, and someone can right. go, no, no, you no, see what that's it? You, you can't. <laughs> look, look. And that's, that's why guys that's think not, that. Just to move the argument more so in a productive way to like the potential changes, uh, I am still a believer that I feel like the, the team, regardless of who the team is, should still face a, a suspension in the playoffs. Um, I think that is still fair, but I am 100% for playoff games counting this too. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100% for it. Uh, but moving on, I don't, on. I don't like the idea of um, just moving it to the next season. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's a yeah. lot of it. I, I mean, happen. if the guy didn't make the playoffs, you could, t- you could take their draft pick away. Force them to draft an undrafted free agent projected player. So, I, you know, we're, enough about that. Um, we are going to have a bunch of threads open. Uh, from these, the last uh, owners meetings we just had uh, this past off season, so they're all opening right now, and JT still got more to go. So make sure if you're listening to this, hop over there, uh, vote on stuff. Uh, don't pull a, you know, uh, this rule sucks, but, but you weren't around in owner meetings to really, you know, talk about the yeah, rules. Make so. sure everybody votes, man. Yeah, make sure everybody votes. And uh, anything else to add before we head out? 
Uh, no. Yes, but... HE was wrong and I was right. No, I'm joking, man. Right. <laughs> good, 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 good conversation. No, make sure, make sure you actually comment in these threads, not just the voting. Make sure you say, like, why you don't want something. Like, don't yeah, just... Any, I, I, yeah. I, I, like, I went in there, I put a bunch of X's in the stuff, so I know that, you know, I agree and disagree with. Like, go back in there later, because I see guys are following that. Just go back in there and say why you agree or disagree. Don't just... Because then you'll be yeah. like, oh, well... I said that. Well, I think this. Well, you should have said it in the threads. You know, don't. And maybe it'll swing somebody's opinion on something. You never know. Uh, you know. I think I gave a thorough explanation of why that rule needs to be changed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a terrible explana- explanation. And uh, do you have a song of a day? A song of the day for the people or no? You know what? We can figure one out. So I want to be out there in a second. <laughs> well, well, you post you post that um, you know after we get off, you can post that at any point. But pay attention to the song of the day, and uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up here. Everybody at PML have a great day, and we will see you next time.